Blog Talk Radio. Are we there? 
Greetings and salutations. Yes. Okay. Can you hear me? Uh, barely, but I'm I'm hanging. We're hanging in there. I'm having some technical issues with the uh, microphone, so I'm, can you just let me know if you can't hear me? I can hear you now, but it's a, it's a little faint. Okay. <clears throat> but you're there. All right. Is that better? Yeah, that's fine. How you doing? <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest, Tito Puente <laughs> Jr., welcome him to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Truly appreciate it, and uh, of course, this is um, uh, the blessing of God that I'm participating in, in your in your beautiful show that you have. And I want to thank uh, all the Tito Puente fans and the new Tito Puente Junior fans for taking a listen today. Absolutely, and I'm sure they're happy about that. Um, well, why don't you tell us about you know what it was about the magic of your father's music that made you wanted to you know get involved as well. Wow, what can I say about El Rey de Timbal? They call him the king of, uh, of timbales, El Rey de Musica Latina. Um, I don't know, like, I would get compared all the time as a Tito Puente Jr. Is our, and my father was a king, but I, I tell everybody I'm not the prince. <laughs> um, just the magic, the magic of my father's music and his, his brilliance in, in performing live and making two to three albums a year and 168 albums to his credit and, you know, 14 nominations, seven Grammy Awards. I mean, it's just a mean array of just incredible feats. I think he's a world record holder of, uh, of just being the most worked man in Latin music. Um, he was an amazing humanitarian as well. Um, just the magic of my father, just dear old dad was... To me, he was just dear old dad. And growing up and being raised in New York City and, and being around him, I kind of just felt like uh, uh, it was a, an icon. He was an icon. I only realized that as I got older. But growing up, he was just dear old dad to me, which was a great, great feeling. So he just gave out that magic. He could walk into a room and it would just light up. So I don't think anybody can get that magic back, but that was the magic of Tito Puente. He's just an amazing, amazing all-around person. Absolutely. He was very incredible. I, I'm a big fan, and, you know, I just miss him. But I'm yeah. I'm so happy that, that you took on the legacy so that we can keep continuing listening to that style. So um, did you put your own orchestra together yourself, or are you using parts of your dad's um, band? What I did was, uh, after my father's passing in May 31st, 2000, it has been 10 years this year since his passing, um, I was very reluctant on to performing his music and just, you know, taking the reins of his orchestra. But I felt that it was only right. I heard a lot of different other uh, orchestras coming out and performing, and and I, I thought it was only right that, that, that somebody from his family kept the tradition alive. And I did use on my first album, and I'll talk to everybody, some of the original members of the Tito Puente Orchestra, such as Mario Rivera, the late, great Mario Rivera, um, I use uh, Pete Miranda and a lot of other great, great artists and musicians that work with my father. Uh, but in this latest um, album, I actually incorporated more of uh, the singers that my father has worked with in the past, uh, such as Bobby Cruz, the great Bobby Cruz, and uh, Hans Raúl, the, the two leaders of the, of the Charanga movement and the style of, of Cuba, and Kevin Ceballos, an up-and-coming salsa superstar. And, 
and it was just amazing, you know, working on these uh, particular, on this particular uh, uh, album. You know, it really made sense to bring in the singers instead of the musicians on this this album on this trend. So, but very very uh, interesting and a good collaboration. Wonderful. So yeah. tell us about this, uh, your new project. Yes. Well, the new project's called .mambo.com. <laughs> and that's kind of funny the way I, I kind of tell the album. Everything today is about Internet and, and all that, so I kind of decided to keep that title. Mambo. Mambo was the style of music that my father played throughout the 1940s and 50s and 60s. And then, uh, of course, it transitioned into the word salsa. And salsa is something that you eat. And, <laughs> and I wanted the tradition of the mambo alive, in which I, I made this new album called Got Mambo. And you go to gotmambo.com and check out the whole album. And uh, I got five songs uh, with uh, distinctive singers or the great Ricky Melendez. Uh, I did three songs with my late father, um, uh, Agua Limpia Todo being one of them, which is from a 1957 album. I did it in a Tito Puente Jr. modern version of it. And then I did five cuts of just straight Latin jazz, which I believe you just played one, uh, called Brisa Azul and Junior's Mambo. And so the album is split in two, with vocalist and instrumentalist. Um, and it's just a, a great, great transition from going from a tribute record to my father into blossoming into my own uh, arranger, composer, producer, you know, uh, trend. So so very, very, very exciting time and you know, promoting the record. Sorry about that. I have two little children <laughs> playing. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> We're all family here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I, I'm real, I noticed on your website that you have been all over the place. I mean, like you've been playing in a lot of uh, casinos and festivals, and, and you've even been on a cruise. So tell yeah. us how it is, you know, just doing all that, like carrying around all your band and going to all these different events. How is, How exciting is that for you? Um, very, very exciting. It's just, uh, I, I, like I said before, you know, the blessing of, of God that I, that I, that my career actually expanded from going from, you know, obscure hip-hop dance music into performing big Latin jazz festivals and taking cruises and, and performing all around the world now. Um, just an amazing, amazing time uh, for me. Um, and I truly appreciate the fans and the love that the fans have been giving me throughout these years and and uh, you know I'm, uh, it's like I said before I, I have two small children now so it's kind of oh, I'm, I think I'm living my father's life all around again because it's <laughs> happening yeah it's like second generation or, or third generation uh, and I well, named my son I have a brand, yeah I have a brand new baby boy his name is Tito Puente Aww. Junior Junior congratulations <laughs> thank you thank you thank you so it's kind of ironic how uh, my father had me when he was uh, 39, 40 years old, and now I'm having children, and, and just amazing. So I'm, I'm, I'm just keeping the traditions of, of Tito Puente alive always through, through my music, and I want to make sure that the youth of today uh, recognize and remember the music of El Rey Timbal Tito Puente and, of course, our queen, Celia Cruz. Mind you, I've got to tell you, it's a little tricky sometimes, too, because I'm compared a lot to my father, but I embrace his music more than try to replicate it. What I try most of the time when I'm doing my performances, I have my own quirky style of performing, uh, and I do look like my father. I just don't have the white hair. <laughs> but, right, right. Uh, I was looking but, at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do look like the old man, but I don't have the white hair yet. But that's coming soon because there's a kid. <laughs> but uh, I do, 
I do try to keep the tradition of his music going. I keep the integrity of his arrangements and compositions always to a T, and I work with some fabulous musicians that keep the respect of Tito Buende's name alive along with performing his music. So that's kind of like the difference between myself and maybe Enrique Iglesia or, <laughs> or one of these yeah. other cats out there that are sons of legends, if you will. I embrace it. You know, uh, there's a word called nepotism, and I kind of uh, frown upon that word because I always feel like if you were born into a family and you were born with natural talent and you feel like, uh, and you feel in your heart, actually, that, that this is your destiny, Mine particularly, my destiny in particular is to keep my father's name alive because of the impact that he has made on this planet. So my calling was to make sure that the music keeps alive, stays alive, and the, and the tradition stays alive too. You know, I, I, like I said, I get a lot of comparisons to my father, but I don't think anybody in this planet, including myself, can replace the great Tito Point. You only see someone like that once in in, in uh, in a lifetime, kind of like a, I'm comparing my father to maybe like a Beethoven or a Tchaikovsky or even a Michael Jackson. You only see one right. icon like that in your entire lifetime. You know. So. That's right. Yeah. That's that's absolutely correct because we don't have you know well we've had a lot of them in our in our I guess you say our lifetime of modern music, but um, a lot of people try to emulate those people and they just can't I mean it's just something that's God given to that one person and if they take advantage of whatever that talent is and they spread the love of that talent and and everybody gets to enjoy it that's just for that experience and you just have to create your own legend right I agree with that 100% I I didn't feel that when I was first uh, doing my, my album the first album back in 2004, but I definitely felt it now. Now that I'm older and I'm a father, I feel like I have to create my own style, my own legend, my own creativity, and I'm glad I brought in the likes of Marlo Rosado, Angel Cuco Peña. These are great, great composers that really support. You know, they support me, and they believe, too. A lot of the singers and and musicians on my album, you know, they they didn't believe at first, but now they're starting to believe, or they do believe now, uh, that this is something that's going to continue. You know, and I'm going to keep my father's traditions alive. I, I see a bright future for my son to keep uh, the name alive. And then my brother is a musician as well. His name is Ronnie, and uh, he's, uh, we're, going to plan, we're planning on doing an album together. We're going to call it the Puente Brothers. And, uh, wow. It's going to be kind of, yeah, it's going to be kind of wild because he plays. He's a very awesome and excellent and uh, prolific uh, vibe player. He plays the marimba. A lot of people don't know that Tito Puente was a very, very... Uh, adamant vibe player, an excellent vibe player. Um, and he had many records that was just Puente and percussion and Puente and vibes with no vocals. So uh, we're looking forward to doing something like that. Tribute to my father, of course, but we're going to have our own original material. Okay. Now let me ask you, um, out of the things that you've mentioned before, but let's just talk about some other things that stand out um, about your music and makes it different than your dad's. Well, um, like I said, I only did three cuts of my oh, my father's uh, older songs. Well, what I did was I did new renditions of them, so they're almost like modern style. I, I amped up the, the horn sections and made the monias, the, the somontuno parts, a little bit uh, heavier and stronger, a little more modern sound with the, with the bass and the piano. The percussion has a little more aggressive feel to it than laid back the way my dad originally did it. Um, I think it's because of just times have changed and the sound, of, you know, the mambo dancers of today, they want to hear that 
that undertone and they want to hear that conga and they want, you know, the rhythm. The rhythm really is what drives people to dance, the rhythm of, of every tune. Um, and uh, I, I just feel like seven songs are original tunes on the new Got Mambo record. And I put my heart and soul into it and I'm so glad that I got to work with some great uh, musicians and, and singers. And it's a, it's, a, it's a blessing that I got finally, you know, brought out my talent in, in writing a little bit and, and, and putting a little bit of my effort and my energy into an album in which instead of having the original, uh, the original compositions of my father, these were new ones where I really had to rehearse and practice them and, and really put my uh, best foot forward. So very, very different sounding record than, the, than any other Tito Puente record, but very, very danceable. So I got to warn you, if you play this record, you're going to end up dancing. <laughs> oh, I, be, I believe you because yeah. a few weeks ago, my neighbors who are um, Latin were dancing in mm-hmm. the uh, front of the house because I was playing your music <laughs> out the window. So. Yeah, very <laughs> That was funny. They were just on their salsa, and it, it was just so funny because they were just listening from the window. <laughs> right, 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 right. So just an amazing time uh, for me. And I'm so glad that everybody's really responding to the album the way they are, especially your neighbors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, uh, are you touring now? Are you uh, about to tour? Yes, I am. I am currently uh, just promoting the album. I've been on the road for about a month and a half, two months already. And uh, the next stop for me, I mean, you could just go to the Got Mambo website and you can see the tour dates. Um, the album is out in stores. It's on iTunes, Amazon.com. And I think the next stop for us, we're doing West Palm Beach tonight, and I'll be in, uh, at the Miami Salsa Congress tomorrow. We're doing the Houston Jazz Festival with Mr. Dave Valentin on flute and uh, special guest Dave Valentin and special guest Pete Escovito uh, this Sunday in Houston, Texas, which is a very big uh, uh, popular jazz festival. This is the sixth annual they're doing. And then, uh, wow, after that, I head out to Puerto Rico to do a festival in Carolina. And then after that, I come back and do a whole West Coast promotion, which I'll be performing at Universal Studios and a whole bunch of other places. And then after that, I head back to uh, Spain. And that's the next part. We start doing international dates, which we just came back from um, Turkey. We were in Istanbul, Turkey, which the response was amazing. And, and a lot of promotion, wow. a, lot of, a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of traveling. But it's beautiful, and the people respond so well, and they just love seeing, uh, you know, the music of Tito Point. They come alive every time uh, me and the boys, the orchestra, if you will, uh, go out and perform. So, a lot of wow. lot of big tour dates coming up. Really, really big stuff. I'm very excited. Well, when I'm not when I'm not on the road, uh-huh. yeah, and when I'm not when I'm not on the road, you know, I'm 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 back here. I'm either you know doing interviews like this, or I'm playing with the babies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, our radio station is getting into doing, um, you know, festivals, music festivals and, and events. So sometime next year, maybe if after you've had a little break, we can get yeah. you to participate in one of our events. Um, we're actually going to do something in Turks. So if you haven't been there already, you're probably mm-hmm. going to love it over here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I love participating in anything. That, and by the way, I wanted to just tell your listeners that uh, I do the humanitarian thing, too, as well. I do a lot of fundraisers. We're doing one for cancer, coming up in for diabetes. I support that. And I am the spokesperson, the national Latino spokesperson for NMA, which is the National Meningitis uh, Association. 
in which uh, we want everybody to get the word out that uh, make sure you vaccinate your kids. Now that I have children, I, I'm much more aware of, you know, what affects children and, and stuff like that. And I, I try to spread myself around as much as I can, but that's, I do, I do the, um, the humanitarian things and the fundraisers for the things I believe that are true to my heart and close to my family. On, on, on that note, I'd like to segue into telling everybody, too, we, I want to appreciate our men and women in the armed forces. I've done seven USO tours. And I went all wow. the way to Afghanistan and to Germany and went, went everywhere. We travel and we see the morale of these, these men and women in the armed forces are just incredible. And every time I come out there, I mean, we just make them dance right in the middle of the desert. <laughs> you know, we're in a wars, war-torn area and, and we just bring great morale to them. We support, uh, and I especially do, because my father was in World War II and he um, got an honorable discharge and he served for our, for our military. He was in the U.S. Navy. And uh, to me, I think uh, it's only right that I, that I give back. So I've been doing that for the past uh, seven years. And we're going to go on our next USO tour at the beginning of next year to make sure our troops get that morale that they need and we support them in, in, in every single way that, that, that we can. So I, we do a lot of that. Check out the USO.com, uh, or actually it's USO.org, and you can see the tour dates too for that. Well, that is so great that you're doing that. I'm so I'm happy that you're doing that and passing that music around to everybody and, and for great causes. That is just great. That's wonderful. Yeah. Very, well, we're going to go ahead and um, put on another song called Charanga, and um, I hope everybody is going to really enjoy this, and we'll be right back with Tito Puente Jr. Take a short break um, and bring back Tito so we can ask him a couple more questions about, you know, bringing the family out into the music. Caminando por las calles de mi querida Nueva York Recordando travesuras que de joven hacía yo Cuando me escapaba por la ventana Para ver a las orquestas hasta la madrugada Y fue en el vale de un donde vi el gran combo Y con Celia Cruz y Tito Puente bailé yo
I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, that's that like a that's like a hot number. It sure is. Now I can tell that you have the same energy level as your dad as well, because <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> you all over the place. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, the video for that particular song is uh, on YouTube. You can find it there. Uh, it's um, I have a YouTube channel, so it's YouTube.com backslash Tito Puente Jr. And Charanga for Nueva York, we filmed it all in New York City. That's our dedication to New York, where I was born and raised, and our dedication to Johnny Pacheco, Celia Cruz, Tito Puente. And that was Ricky Melendez on the vocal. He's just an amazing uh, cat from Puerto Rico, some great pipes. And um, just, just, it's one of those tunes that just really swings. So thank you. Appreciate it. Now, what, what exactly do you think your, your, your kids are going to want to be involved in when it comes to the music? Do you think they would... Um, following the same, you know, you know, the same uh, grouping of music, or do you think they would contemporize it with, you know, whatever the kids are doing today, or let's say 10 years from now? Good question. Uh, I, I really don't know at this point, because i got a three and a two-year-old, and right now they're into, like, <laughs> Dora and Barney. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I haven't really figured it out yet, but I kind of play my, my, my music for them, once in a while, and they're like, oh, look, it's daddy, but they're not really fond of the Latin music thing just yet. They're kind of <laughs> like me. They're kind of like me. When I was growing up, I wasn't too fond of having, you know, or, or actually sitting and going to my father's concerts or listening to any of the music that he liked. Or, he was very much into jazz. Jazz was his music. Uh, he, that was his bag. Uh, I was into more of the, the hip-hop and rock, and I mean, I was you know, being born and raised in New York City, you get a diverse, different amount of cultures around you and, and different sounds, so I loved it all. So it's just an amazing time. And, you know, like I said before, to me, my, 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 my old man was, was king, and whatever music that he liked, I'm sure my, my, his grandchildren will like too. 
Oh, absolutely. I know they will. <laughs> now, um, when you are getting, you know, people added to your orchestra, what, what kind of things do you look for in, in, in a musician that, um, you know, will work with your band? Well, uh, I always believe that, well, most of the musicians that I've ever came across and have, have, have had the privilege to work with, um, they all have been influenced by my late father, Pico Puente, in some sort of aspect in their career, their lives, or maybe they've performed with him or, or just been influenced in some sort of way, um, musically. Uh, so to me, I always look for that. Um, I don't think I have ever met a musician that does, didn't know who Tito Puente was. Um, so uh, to me, working with um, good musicians that know how to read and, and respect the integrity of what my father wrote and writ and have, has written on the paper that you see in front of you when you're performing his music, I think keeping that integrity alive and playing note for note really shows the class and style of each musician on how much they respected my father. Um, although I love the improv thing, and I do hear a lot of that uh, during my shows, which I love participating in, and I, I let the boys do it too, whether they're on horn or piano or conga or bongo. I always let everybody solo in the, in the orchestra to show their own you know, style and what they do. But... Uh, in tradition, I always want to go back to the actual what's on the paper. And to me, that's what matters the most, keeping the integrity of the music. And, uh, you know, most musicians that I've, that I've always worked with, they, they, like I said, they've always been influenced by Tito Puente, so they like playing it. They don't really go off the paper, so. Hello? Sorry, I think I lost you. Here. Yeah, I lost Hello? you. Hello? The mic there. Okay. Better? Hello? Yeah. Is that better? Right okay. Yes. Now, when you think about the um, the music industry the way it is today, um, how do you think your music can influence up-and-coming artists, you know, to, you know, put, step up in their game when it comes to trying to compete with all the people who have been around for quite a while? Well, I happen to be one of those people. <laughs> I am an <laughs> up-and-coming artist. And I do have to kind of compete with some, some you know, some le some of the legends out there. But I think there's room for everybody. Um, I don't want to, you know, I, it's actually quite harder for me since the fact that yo soy el hijo de Reyes and I'm Tito Puente's son. It's probably even more of a challenge for me to come out and 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 you know explain to everybody what I do and and can I keep my father's legacy alive, you know, the way that he would have wanted it. Um, so to me, it's a little more challenging than the up-and-coming artist who has the natural talent and, and really keeps it going. I am a percussionist by nature, but I played a trap kit. So when I started playing timbales back in 2001, 2002, I had to learn the, the, the angle rhythms of learning 6-8 time and 3-4 time and clave and all that. So I'm used to 2-4 time and, and, and you know, bangara beats and uh, some other stuff that, was, that had nothing to do with Latin music. Um, so for me, it was a little bit more challenging that I had to really like embrace the music of, of Latin music, period. Um, but for the up-and-coming artists, my advice to them, I say just, you know, if you have that natural-born talent and you keep, you know, striving to, to, to be creative even more, uh, you're going to make it. My father taught me a few things, but one of them I always, always, always remember, and I, I encourage all the, the people that are, that are listening, all your listeners, Always surround yourself with creative people. If you've got creative people, not 
to, I mean, don't surround yourself with creative people in order to steal ideas from others, but be inspired by them. And I think that's what I've been the most with the guys in my band and the musicians that I've worked with and that I've known and that I still know and I look to the future. I look for creative people. When I'm sitting after a show, I get a lot of demos and people coming up to me and, hey, Tito, you know, take a look at this. What do you think? And I, I, I'm not a, a critical person. I'm not really one to review anything. But if you start talking to me and you start name-throwing, I don't really have interest in that. If you start throwing some, 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 some of the influences that are in your music, then I have a little more interest because it gives me a, a, more of an ear and, uh, and more of, uh, of a say of saying, hey, this sounds like something that you could do, and you can you know, push it this way or, or be creative that way. I mean, I love surrounding myself with creative people. When I have somebody who brings me music and says, yo, check this out and listen to this, I'm always, always going to take a listen to every piece of music that comes in front of me. I'm not one of these people like, oh, well, you're 16 years old and you should go on American Idol or anything like that. I'm going to take a listen. I'm going to take a listen. I'm going to take a listen to your music. And I'm going to hear it, and I'm, and I'm going to say, hey, you know, what are your influences? What else would you like to do? What else? I'm going to start asking the question. I'm not going to sit there and be critiquing it. Well, it sounds like this, and it sounds like that. And, uh, you know, because that doesn't do anything but just discourage somebody. To me, I think finding their niche and where they should be at and finding the creativity process is what really counts the most. How did you write these lyrics? Where were you when you wrote these lyrics? Were you in a an emotional, you know, state or, or, you know, you just got out, you fresh out the can or, you know, or, you know, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever, whatever experience, life experience that you had when you were writing the songs or, or, or as an instrumentalist where you, you know, where, where did you, you know, perform this, this cut? Did you do this in a studio? Did you do this in a, in a live recording? Um, you know, those things are, are the creativity parts of music and I love hearing about that. So I surround myself a lot with those cats because when every time I'm around my band, they're always talking about, man, yesterday I was with this and that, and yo, they did this thing and that thing, and they, they did a spin around the drum, and the guy put the piano on his head, and you know, <laughs> to me that's creative. <laughs> to me that's really creative, you know, and I'm I'm very much inspired by that. I encourage every all your listeners or musicians uh, that are listening to surround yourself with creativity like that, and you will find yourself, you know, finding your own way. Well, I'm sure that they're taking that uh, information from you and using it, and I'm sure that they're going to continue listening to your music. And I want to thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule and time with your kids to come and check us out here. And uh, we're going to continue to play your show. Um, We'll play it out later on today. We'll also uh, put it on sometime next week. So we're going to try to build up a blog talk uh, fan base for you as well. Oh, absolutely, and check out my, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on MySpace, just backslash Tito Puente Jr., check out all the videos on YouTube.com, backslash Tito Puente Jr., my latest single is called Agua Limpia Todo, featuring Jose Arroyo, we just finished up the video, you can see my kids in the video, go figure, <laughs> and I got my little son playing Timbales on Junior's Mambo, with Agua Limpia Todo, so you can see the kids, and see the whole family, and um, I want to thank you very much for bringing me on your show. Of course, you know, by the blessing of God, I'm with you and being on the show. And thank you to all the Tito Puente fans. Y muchas gracias por mi gente latino que se escuchando esta emisora. Y gracias por tu colorescencia, por tu apoyo y por tu amor. 
And thank you very, very much for all the love for Tito Puente Jr. I hope I made some new fans today. That's what I strive for each and every day when I rise up out of bed. I, I strive to be a better father, to be a better person all around, and to make more fans each and every day. Well, you'll definitely do that, doing that, Tito, and I appreciate and respect you so much. I'm going to be in touch with you because I would love to work with you on some of our projects. So please keep in touch with me as well and look forward to getting an email from me um, later today regarding that. Absolutely. Great. No problem at all, darling. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. And you have a great day. We're going to end the show with another song by Tito Puente Jr. Everybody, um, please continue to follow his links and check out his music. And if you can catch him in your town, you got to tell us how you felt from that experience. So make sure you contact us at mzndradio at gmail.com. Thank you.